So how, on God's gray earth, did this? On the memory of the dance we shared beneath the stars above. And this? In a thunder roll. The thunder rolls and the lightning strikes. Another love grows cold on a sleepless night. And even this. You said, honey, we may be thrilled, but you'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends in all places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. Become this. Maybe it's the books, maybe it's the government and all the other crooks Maybe it's the drugs, maybe it's the parents Maybe it's the gangs or the colors that we're wearing Maybe it's the high schools, maybe it's the teachers Tattoos, bite balls, and the need to be Listening to Detours and Outliers, the podcast where we take a closer look at that one album in an artist's discography that sticks out like a sore thumb. It may be their best album, it may be their worst album, but either way, it's that one album where the artist was so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. This week on the panel, we have Logan Renard, Matthew Marr. And my name is Scott Livingston. We have a very special guest, since this is a very special episode on an album that we knew we were going to have to cover at some point. So we had to get just the right uh, victim. So welcome back, friend of the pod, Bonnie Finley. Hello. The vivacious and voracious drummer for Balonium and uh, all around gal about town. I don't know. (laughs) Anything you want to plug right off top? Um, I remember last time, uh, I talked a bunch about Bolonium, so I'm going to skip that. Okay. If you want to know about that, listen to the episode about Devo 2.0. And, um, this week we're going to be covering, uh, an album that may or may not be by Garth Brooks. Um, it is either Garth Brooks album in the life of Chris Gaines, or it is Chris Gaines album, the greatest hits. Came out in uh, 99, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, September of 99 was produced by Don Was. 2000 party over. Indeed. Party oh, yeah. over time. <laughs> I remember that year very well. I had just gotten my, uh, my Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Uh, it lasted for about a year until they discontinued it, and uh, we were all freaking out about computers. Ah, yes. This was... I remember Garth Brooks was, you know, trying really hard to become the best-selling artist of the millennium and was really upset about used CD stores because that's what was biting Uh, into his numbers and he wasn't, you know, passing the Beatles and Elvis quite yet because of used CD stores. This dummy's really had no idea how fast that was going to all fall apart. (laughs) I was going to say, (laughs) this was before Lars and Napster. This is, yeah. 
Thanks, Y2K. Yeah. Although I will say there have been many a time where, you know, back in the 90s, used CD stores allowed me to have ramen for the week. So I am I am grateful for used <laughs> CD stores. <laughs> but this album was um, Garth's attempt to go rock, maybe? Yeah. Um, that the, the, the main song everybody loved, Lost in You. Yeah. Uh, Kind of reminded me of uh, like a slight Neil Finn with yeah. a touch of level 42, but not as cool. I uh, mean, the, the picture on the cover of Chris Gaines, who is not Garth Brooks, has a soul patch and, you know, sort of emo hair. and um, well, Oh, that's not Garth Brooks? The gra- the, well, the greatest, oh, I thought that was him just in disguise. Well, the greatest <laughs> hits cover is Garth Brooks. Yes. Uh, his, his fictional album covers before that uh, in the yes. 1992 era was actually um, the guy who was cast as the young Brad Pitt in that Tibet movie. Yes. I can't remember the Seven name Years of it. in Tibet. Seven Years in Tibet. That was it. See, because Chris Gaines was going to be the, um, not the lead character, but sort of the um, Citizen Kane in a movie called The Lamb. The Lamb, yes. And the, that in which a reporter investigates the death of said Chris Gaines. And Chris Gaines was going to be played by Garth Brooks, at least in part of the movie. Yes, yes. Um, apparently, the younger actor looked nothing like the old. Garth Brooks, so... Don't tell that to uh, Garth Brooks. Well, yeah. So the idea was, in the movie, (laughs) the uh, young actor has a car accident that messes up his face to look like Garth Brooks. Yeah. That's kind of like a weird face-off In in some of the the press for this, where uh, Garth is talking about that angle, it's... It was really like heart wrenching. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this guy has some like body dysmorphia issues. Oh, and yeah. Things like I, that. He keeps harping on. For one, like, I can I just totally can't. understand that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there was. You, Garth. You're it, stuck as the uh, cowboy. Yes. Friends in low places, guy. Yeah. Uh, so, so you think what what must have happened was is once word got out, he just sort of owned it a few years later. Is that what? Well, what? He, he never denied it, but he never admitted it either. It was kind of like Tony Clifton and Andy Kaufman. Oh, Everyone yeah. knew, but nobody could tell. I mean, Garth Brooks hosted SNL, and the musical guest was Chris Gaines. Oh, you know that was. Very stuck in my mind because SNL was huge at that time. Oh, I mean, yeah, this you had was Will the, Ferrell like, and all like the greats during that time, and it was uh, it was yeah. like the same year that Chucky was on one episode with Bride of Chucky and all that. It was such a weird year for Saturday Night Live, but I don't know yeah. having Garth Brooks be the host and then Chris Gaines be the guest was yeah. there was like super weird. Well, you know, I wonder. Um, Garth Brooks has said more than one time that he he was a huge Kiss fan. That's what got yes. him into music, and I wonder if this uh, is kind of like his mask. Yes. You know? Yeah. Or maybe Garth is the mask, and uh, this was the real him. Yeah, and, and he, <laughs> behind he, put, the he put the Garth outfit back on as soon as this and, one time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah. he didn't quite Just understand like his heroes. Just like his heroes, right, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the picture on the album, he's got that soul patch. He looks like a grunge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, but the music on here is more like um, pre-emo. When is emo Spider-Man? Kind of alternative when is that? sound. Is that like, it sounds actually more like boys band, you know. One? The what? You know, if what in, Oh, just the emo Spider Man. Is that the third Sam Raimi? Yeah. Just, does yes. this, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that was three. Yeah. Is this origin story? It just could be, yeah. He does have similar <laughs> I mean, he, hair. Yeah, over he the predicted one eye. a lot of the uh the start of the new millennium yeah. with that. 
yes, weird and, character. I mean, there was a a Chris Gaines behind the music filmed. Oh man, yeah, it was real VH1 behind the music. But However, for a fake. So musician, can we just talk about Garth just a little bit? Okay, let's start um, before Chris Gaines. There was Garth. So, party so, on, party so on. So here, here's here's my recollection. Yes, my recollection. Um, I was still living in New York, and and um, um, we would go play volleyball with these guys from where Kathy worked, my wife worked, right? And and um, uh, there was this dude who was the chauffeur for the president. That was his job. Okay. And, and so we're just talking to him, you know, and I said, how do you like that? He goes, well, I love to drive, you know, and then he's telling me he loves NASCAR. And and uh, he was this really friendly guy, but, I, you know, he's just so foreign to me, everything. And then and then he was, like, super, super excited because Garth Brooks, he got tickets to go see Garth Brooks, right? And this is upstate New York, so yeah. I don't know where the hell he was going to see him and stuff. And I was more like, who the hell is this, right? Yeah. And and um, it turned out he was the biggest star on the planet at that moment in time. And, uh, and this this was verified through um what what what's it called the uh the automatic scanning of, of oh, CDs sound and records scan or sound whatever. scan or whatever it was yeah they they apparently the top you know 100 list would be put together by you know people reporting but once they digitized it and made people report actual sales all of a sudden Garth Brooks le- leapt you know to the very top and not just the country charts but like everywhere everywhere yeah. he was right? he was huge yes. so so yeah so it was like a so i mean the guy was was um you know gigantic and then uh, apparently he you know won the um, um, you know, he took the mantle of country music singer of the year away from Hank Jr. and all of that yeah. kind of stuff, right? So, and it crossed a lot into the mainstream, right? right? And a lot he, of people who he, had not listened yeah. to country loved it, and he was the wave of this new kind of country, which was which was popular country. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess like you said, crossover kind of stuff. Yeah, right? when like CMT started coming out, country music channels. Well, and yeah, when people say they don't like new country, they only like old country. The new country that's, they're talking about is yeah, now that's when it's like started. 35 years right. old. Right. Yeah, it yeah. starts mostly with Garth and Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, it's, and also, I think, you know, once once the uh, once the bean counters figured out the amount of money to be well, made, right? If, if you know, you know anything the, about the shift from physical media, in, you know, with CDs into, you know, early file sharing and eventually the death of CD sales, uh, yeah. this is right in the sweet spot where, like, uh, Walmart and uh, you know Circuit City, or the big box stores are buying and selling CDs at a loss to help yeah. out record. Like yeah. there are there's some shifty deals. You mean to like just, when when the Chris Gaines thing came out? Or? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, like yeah, this yeah. is this is like the the high like CDs are moving like crazy. Like yeah. you get your you know your McDonald's hamburgers and here's a Chris Gaines CD with it. <laughs> like scan that that goes to record sales. Like this is the height of. Yeah, of just moving units. Yeah, um, and, and and the last time that's ever going to happen. And that's well, like installing you too like, on your iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the decline a, of Sam. It was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of people, you know, have said that these, those practices were in place to basically stamp out independent record stores and things like that. Mm. And it but, worked. And, and it worked. Yeah, it was. It was. But then other record stores followed suit, and now we're here. <laughs> it, it wasn't a new idea on how to conduct business. And no. <laughs> But as huge as Garth Brooks was, when he did this Chris Gaines thing, it killed his career dead. Oh, yeah. He, he did like a Christmas album after that for contractual reasons and then did not perform or record for like another 15 years. Didn't he, didn't he, wow. Didn't he say he retired? Yes. He, he, well, like, yeah. he said he was going to stay home with his family, do the John Lennon house husband thing until his 
kids were out of high school or whatever, and he's come back recently, but nobody seems to care about him as much as they did back in. Or the Edie Brickell thing. Yeah. There's, there've been a number of artists over the years who have put their careers on hold to raise kids for, yeah. I think, Don't tell that to that uh, the crowd at the uh, Mile High Stadium. No, no. I mean, he still draws huge. a crowd, but uh, yeah. he Even does not conquer. Even people I never thought were in oh, the yeah, Garth just, Brooks. Oh, yeah, just last year. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Just, like, oh, you're a Garth Brooks fan. Half my family wow. went. I didn't even know they liked Garth Brooks. Yeah, right? exactly. So, well, With this sort of pop country, mass-produced, lowest con- common denominator sort of stuff. Sorry, Garth Brooks fans, but... Yeehaw. Like, uh, I think, you know, if this was, in fact, the thing that killed his career, it's a great, you know, it proves the old engineering adage that better is the mortal enemy of good enough. You know, like, it's like, he, he like, tried to step outside of his, like, you know, squeezed out of a tube, you know, commercially produced product yeah. into something a little bit more clever... Well, that's the question. Was this a, a crossover <laughs> attempt? I mean, was he really trying to reach the rock audience who had already pretty much embraced him? Or was this something deeper? Yeah, he had already entered the public consciousness. I was going to say, I, there, and, he and, couldn't and, get any and, and bigger. Obviously, I mean, I've never seen him live, but, but given the response, he must be one hell of an entertainer. I've, yeah, he, like, yeah. he oh, yeah. sounds like quite, he, he was like the first country performer to really use like pyrotechnics and, yeah, and trip uh, wires and, and, you know, flying across the stage and he would like, you know, smash his acoustic guitar and all sorts of crazy stuff on stage. It's like, a, yeah, it's like, so a, he took, he took the uh, lessons from Kiss and imported it into Nashville. And, and Madonna, it sounds like. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's got well, the and, same stupid so Madonna <laughs> was doing like crazy, wacky, different personas and stuff for different eras and things like that. Well, yeah, that were I mean, just com- arguably more batshit than this. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, no, 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 definitely more batshit than yeah. this. Yeah. And David Bowie, it's not a new idea. I, I kept trying to draw a, um, a Prince Morris Day kind of thing. I go. think there might be a little bit of that going on where it's like when you're the baddest dude in town for you to have like rivals, you have to create them, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. something and, like that. and make this little soap opera. Yeah. And I, I think that's what he was going for. I think he was like, I'm going to make this little goofy soap opera thing and people are going to love it because I've already done the huge pop star thing. And yeah. Well, that's the thing though. He, I feel like he, Felt like he was getting shoehorned into being the country star that he didn't want to be. He, he wanted this is what he wanted, but it, it failed did. because he didn't write any of the music. Yeah, it wasn't like, like it he wasn't had rock songs he him. wanted to present. Yeah, he was, these are these is he did not write the music. No, no. He, in fact, all he did our, was create the character and the biopic and wanted to make a movie. Yeah, and, and the movie never happened because the yeah, also, so this again, is kind of like a soundtrack thing, to a movie that never happened. Yeah, yeah. yes. Well, that was how it was labeled. Actually, yeah, yeah. is a pre-soundtrack, so Lost you would know who Chris Gaines hell. is. Yeah, but you know, and I mean, that's the concept. If you look at the original liner notes, which. That's the other thing is Garth Brooks has scrubbed this album from the face of the earth. Oh yeah, it's on the I mean, blacklist. You can't find it anywhere. I I checked yeah. out a copy That's from my local library. That's why it's been library. so hard for me to like listen to all the songs. Uh, my my you sister-in-law know? happened to have a CD, so I uh, I uh, got it from her. Oh, that's yeah. But you know, I did not read the liner notes, and 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 listening to it, uh, I, I did not. I, I did not get a story out of just the songs. Well, see, that's the, if you look at the liner notes, like every three songs is from a different album, and you're supposed to be able, since it's the quote unquote greatest uh, oh, yeah. hits, like the yeah. first three songs are from his, you know, 
first band called Smash, and you know the yeah. guy from Smash died, and that's what drove him to his sex so, addiction. So this is yeah, this is like a level of uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he yeah. did. He, he yeah. was a confirmed sex addict. Before who would, we knew about David Duchovny, he yeah. was see he was breaking barriers with this. This fake is this character. is a conceptual idea. That's, meetings that's, together. Yeah, <laughs> it's well and beyond the traveling Wilburys, right? Oh, yeah. Which is just, just a, sort of parody, indeed, with 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 some good songs attached, right? This yeah. seems to be like he's trying to develop a whole well and. It would have been great viral marketing, but this was 99, and there wasn't the no. infrastructure to make this happen. I need to make oh. my Angel Fire page on Chris Gaines. Well, he was ahead of the curve, I my guess. My fan page. Yeah. Maybe you just watched Spinal Tap too many fucking times. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, totally. That's or, or lived constantly it. Constantly on my mind. Or lived it. Well, should we give a... Okay, yes. Yeah, so let's. The music itself was sort of secondary to all this, but let's yes. go into it. This is the... We can also discuss whether this is rock or is just country without the steel guitar or how uh, is this? But the uh, first track is written by Tommy Sims and Tony Arata, and it's called That's the Way I Remember It. Let's see, this could pass for just a regular Garth Brooks song so far. Oh, yeah. The acoustic guitar and some mid chorus on it. But it's got that, like, like I said, it sounds like, you know, an in-sync solo album yeah, it's from 99. <laughs> Some of that happy sort of, yeah, Jack Johnson, maybe. Yeah, oh, my God, it's totally Jack yeah, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to say something about uh, Jack Johnson, uh, who was a pretty famous uh, you know, surfer uh, photographer. He was a videographer before he was known for... You know, uh, uh, sub Dave Matthews uh, 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 filling the pockets of ukulele manufacturers around the world. Um, but uh, as a surf rat kind of dude in his twenties, like there was nothing less cool. Like it was the lamest shit in the world, and the fact that it was tied to this hobby that I really enjoyed and was suddenly everywhere just hurts me to. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could uh, be cooking some crabs over fire for this. Feel all right. So, so again, what what song was this album off of? I don't remember. They, they all had horrible names. That they weren't quite one was as, called uh, Fornacopia. Yeah, about his they, sex addiction. They weren't quite as good as you know Venus de Milo. Or and he, he's wearing like a bowler. Venus de Milo. That's it. <laughs> he's wearing like a sandwich. bowler hat, like a like a druid from Clockwork Orange, looking at the. Like chicks, yeah. like straight. Oh Sister yeah, yeah. No, I remember that one. It's like a smell the gloves. Somebody's got a boss tattoo of that. <laughs> right. well, yeah, it's like yeah. This. Why would he get rid of this? This is like. I'm gonna get a T-shirt of that. He's. I don't know if it he's really a, is miraculous. I think it, his general fan base was very confused. Oh yeah. But the people yeah. who were smart enough to sort of get this weird meta commentary distinction were not going to accept anything from Garth Brooks. So it was just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is the, this is a to me yes. that whole the whole idea of it all, regardless of the music. This is what Americana is, right? Yeah. Is, is sort of weird pop music with acoustic guitars. Yeah, and, and, and just sort of this this uh, this weird derivative, you know, sucking of everything that comes before. The drums, it's, uh, it's, the drums are played with hot rods. It's an ovation on the on the intro, strummy intro. <laughs> it's like. So, well, and, and you know, and the thing is, it does. It certainly sounds like Garth Brooks. He's not doing quite as much of the the twangy, but it's the still. twangy, but it's still there. He can't he can't hide that. Yeah, you know, not doing and, a 
Tom Waits gravelly voice. He certainly yeah. thinks he's not doing it in the interviews. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, he thinks, he thinks he's not, but he, it's, he it's, thinks it's he's there. pulling it off. I mean, if you put them side by side, it's kind of like, you know, tasting a Coors or a Miller. You're going to figure it out, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, but, uh, uh, but, uh, but uh, it's... Uh, um, like, you know, I don't know. I, I yeah, think this it, is a hounds. I, I kind of. I, <laughs> I, I love hounds. I wouldn't say. I, well, I would say this. I don't like this kind of music. Yeah. But I think his. No. I think his singing is really. Well, he is. Oh, like, oh my God! Yeah. Oh, and he has the entire Nashville. That's the thing is, he's still working in Nashville with Nashville songwriters and Nashville session Full musicians. Full production. So studios. you know, it's it is slick and professional and produced to the T. Right, but and it's not quite the uh, everything. You know, everything done by loops and machines. Yet. No. Twenty first century will be done. Except for that opening drum line. Yeah. yeah. Well I'm sure there's the technology know, wasn't quite there. Some Akai Akai ads or something. Uh, he definitely could have opened up for Goo Goo Dolls or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was or gonna like say, Third yes. Eye Blind. So or, it looks like a Goo Goo Doll with clear. That. Yeah, that's exactly the sort of he would fit right in. That's why I that's why I called it alternative rock. Oh, oh yeah, that's no, he probably yeah. like '97. He saw these bands coming out. I was like, I need that haircut. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna totally but make I, a I, bunch I, of money with this. But if I admit to it, then all my Garth fans are going away. So I yeah, gotta create yeah, another man. guy. But do you think that's what was really going on though? Because if, if he just wanted to make, I mean, if it was just money or, or trying to jump on a gravy train, why would he create this whole? You think his alternate ma- character? Well, he didn't want it. He didn't want it converging with Garth. He didn't want to lose Garth. He didn't want to, you know, yeah. like when Taylor Swift went pop all the country people abandoned her he wanted to have oh, his yeah. cake and eat it too was yeah. that 1979 or something that 1989 album? 89 that's didn't it. that have a jewel too she went but yeah sort of the opposite way yeah she she of, went country from pop and, and it just sort of yeah fell apart yeah. yeah no stay in your lane people that's the lesson <laughs> do you think the management was like yeah you can't this is not a, no, a direction we're okay with you. Well, I wonder doing. if, or if they were like, uh, there were this could make it. Some people who were like, high up please stop what you're, yeah, please yeah. don't do what you're about to do. It was just a passion project. <laughs> and yeah, there were a lot of yes men it. who were also like, whatever you say, boss, that sounds great, well, boss. You know, the, the story does, in a, in a way, it reminds me a bit of the, the who with the, the whole, um, Lifehouse business yeah. that they were trying to do, and and uh, you know that he had already done uh, uh, Pete Townsend, that had already done Tommy and yeah. Quadrophenia, I guess. Oh uh, yeah, a couple and of so, rock operas, right? And uh, you know, so he's building this new one, and I think the management was just like, "This makes no sense. We're not doing this again. You got to stop." <laughs> right? Yeah. So so, uh, and uh, but I guess he did it again later anyway. Yeah. Um, but still. Um, you know, I wonder. I, it's just I, I'm just kind of like uh, like if you put that much effort into something, I think you. I he think either he would need want the monument to stay, but maybe yeah. you know. Well, that's the thing is yeah. he either need to you know say no, this is the new direction for Garth Brooks and commit to it. Yeah. Or he needed to like pull out you know a complete Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman and never admit to it. He needed to do one or the right, other. Right, just, just do that. Right, just never admit to it. And, and uh, even though everybody like, no, knows, I've, right? Yeah, I've never <laughs> met this Chris Gaines <laughs> right, fellow. Right, I've yes. listened to his album. I'm not a big fan, but I, you know, I think the scrubbing from the face of the earth thing is probably again if you look at the timeline in the record industry that this didn't go over so well but at the same time cd sales just completely tanked and he maybe realized that the only way he was going to be able to keep making money was to go sell out the you know bronco stadium you know uh in live performance to to diehard fans and so having this around does not help 
his calling. Well, he did. He did. Yeah. A, you know, he did. He really did announce his retirement, though. I, yeah. I remember that. So yeah, it wasn't. He, it it wasn't, was shortly after this. He so, did one more album, which was the Christmas album. Yeah. So so right, and I so I mean, yeah, I guess so. He hasn't been on the road at all in a while, right? Or, right. Right. No, exactly. You know, yeah. That's yes. why everyone was excited when he came to the Broncos Stadium what a year ago or two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the first time it he'd was, been here. It wasn't even a year ago. Yeah. It yeah. was like it was very last recent. Fourth of July or something. I can't yeah. Remember, it was a big one. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, shall we hit the Let's next one? Let's move on to, yeah, Lost in You, the big hit single. Oh, yeah, this is great. Like, Childish Gambino does an amazing cover of this on uh, For reasons. All, uh, <laughs> Triple J in Australia. Yeah. It's amazing. Again, this is very, you know, a lot of people love loungy. this song. Yeah. It's like a Carol King song or something. It's definitely like a Casio clap going on. Yeah. It, it sounds a little like Carol King. Yeah. It's a solid pop song, but you know. I mean, if he would have waited five or six years, maybe it would have been viable with like iTunes and all that stuff. Or if he just put that other guy's picture on the cover. Yeah. And, you know, just pretended to have nothing to do with this. Or he just forced everyone to have it like you two did. There you go. Well, maybe the record company said, we've spent a lot of money. we got to sell this. We're saying it's you. Yeah, maybe it could be that yeah, he really wanted to commit decision. to the yeah. Chris Gaines thing, and the record company kept telling people, no, it's really Garth Brooks. Don't, yeah. he, he, no, don't listen. Think, Saturday Night Live, that was just that yeah. was a bad move, I think. Well, there was a lot of bad moves in there. So that's Garth singing falsetto there? That's, that it is. Wow, that is... Who wrote this one? It's written by um, Gordon Kennedy, Wayne Kirkpatrick, and Tommy Sims. Two of the three of them, you know, in whatever combination, wrote most of the songs on here. Uh, okay. There is one that's written by uh, Trisha Yearwood, his now wife. Oh, wow. So clearly he wasn't employing, like, rock songwriters to do yeah. rock. Yeah. And he wasn't doing, like, R&B, although this is kind of R&B-ish. You could hear, like, boys to men. Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, it's no doubt Childish Gambino yeah, did this. Yeah, that's... If this was a hit, oh a yeah, minor hit. I mean, yeah. you know, it reached number like five on the charts. Really? So, yeah, yeah. That's a hit. Hit in my eyes. It's about the only thing you can. the loop? Right? It's about the only thing you can find on YouTube is yeah, other people covering the song yeah. <laughs> and like karaoke alternative yeah. versions as sung by. Indeed. I mean, it has a key change. It's very yeah. It's not bad, but I mean, man, when I was listening to this earlier today, I. I thought that I'd just like woken from a fugue state somehow shopping in a in a Michaels or a Hobby yeah. Lobby. It, it's totally like, that, um, yeah. that soft pop, you know? Yeah. Like air supply or something. Yeah. It's very 90s, Well, it, but probably not late 90s. This is very early 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it has a lot of familiarity with, with a lot of the pop music I think going on today. I mean, the yeah. production is quite a bit different, but it's, it's that same sort of lazy kind yeah, of sort of that medium tempo. Right, right. You can sway to it, but you don't have to dance. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was worrying about like playing this on my Spotify and people seeing that I'm listening to Chris Gaines and apparently I just can't find it on there. Nope, so it is not. I didn't have to do that. You just, uh, you, you just have to own it. Right? And I, I've been waiting so long to actually sit down and listen to this stuff because I'm just like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Well, Took some mushrooms last night, opened up my mind, and well, you know the weird, let Chris Gaines in. I have it on my, uh, you know, my iTunes. So like when it comes up randomly, yeah, I'm always, I'm, I'm always like, 
what is this? I, I, I don't recognize this at all, right? It doesn't sound wrong. It just sounds like nothing that, that um, you would buy. I would buy or listen to. Oh, right? I would definitely like not a, buy this. Yeah. Go but, buy Time and Tide by Split But it certainly, or it certainly doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem awful. It's inoffensive. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will admit I'd much rather listen to this than say, you know, Friends in Low Places or Garth Brooks' usual stuff. Blow, blow, salmon, oh, no, that's man. sacrilege right there. Yes. Blow like a never gonna blow. Open in the wind. You're going to get this podcast flagged. Oh, no. It was like three yeah. seconds at yeah. most. I, I completely forgot about that. The, so. the algorithm's going to get us now. No, no. Yeah, I wonder, if this is, I wonder if this is the podcast will get attention. Yeah, this, one will get, uh, this one's going to get scrubbed. There's been a, no. Because, <laughs> that was three seconds. I think it's a five-second rule or something like exactly. that. Exactly. No, 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 not that. I just meant the Chris, the Chris Gaines angle, right? Oh, I think they're going to make there's oh, been, uh, oh, yeah. oh, I didn't hey, think wait a minute. about Somebody's that. knocking on the door. Oh, <laughs> shit. It's Garth himself. All right, so we try a little snow, snow in July. In July. It's Guinness. Guinness Book of World Records are thrown in a flashbang. Ooh, funky. What? By funky, I mean Herbie Hancock on the keys. So, so do you think? I mean, it sounds like you don't know, but would this have been still from the first album, or, or? I, oh. I think they were three jumbled chunks. up. Oh, they were so, jumbled yeah. up. Okay. You would look in there and hear like pictures of this was my single from 1987. It hit number three in the Netherlands charts. And yeah. then my dad died. Yeah, it was, was just all sorts of. I had to have all the sex. Awesome. And it somehow has production from 15 years later. So, yeah. do, so do we have? Do we have also? You have who wrote the songs? Do we have production notes on who the musicians are? I don't have uh, the musicians, but it was produced by Don Was. So it's oh, mostly Don Was. That crew. explains a little bit as well. See, this is this is more f- level 42. For yeah, me. this is. But you could see, like, you know, the Backstreet Boys with synchronized oh, movements yeah. and oh, yeah. oh, you know, totally. contrasting white suits oh, dancing yeah. to but this. You, you, could, you could see what I was saying, though. If you had this on your iTunes shuffle and that came up, it would be like, this, where did this come tune, but what, I, where is this from, right? It's, it does seem like it's coming out of nowhere. Yeah, it's so disjointed, yeah, yeah, this yeah. album. And, uh, and well, and just the the whole. I mean, because the the production is such such a high level. Yeah, it, it is. Just, it just seems like like why is this so strange? Yeah, I mean, nobody spends this much money on something that obscure. Yeah, to get fifty didgeridoos for the. And, and it's and it is you know I, I I like strangeness, but the problem is it's not weird enough. Yeah, that's I mean, just like it. Garth Brooks. Yeah, is, it feels safe. Yeah, it feels Garth Brooks is kind of weird, right? You know, if it weren't Garth Brooks, this would be really boring. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that makes I, yeah. it interesting is the contrast between his previous work and this. Otherwise, this would just be dull, incompetent. Well, I mean, but really, first time. <laughs> well, one of these songs, and we'll get to it, is actually the bonus track that he recorded specifically for this compilation. Oh. It is um, a doozy, shall Did we say. Did he write that one? Nope. Oh. I think that's actually the Trisha Yearwood Come one. Come on. But um, Come on, do I want to get to the... Uh, the Garth Gaines. The cover of uh, Drifting Away? This isn't the original Drifting Away. It's oh, yeah. Chris Brooks. Is it a cover or just no? A it's same it's, title? it's another original. Oh, okay. Written by Tommy Sims. Oh, Tommy. 
So we got Dan. It's starting with an acoustic guitar. Huh? Yeah, there's a lot of acoustic on here. He's he's not quite sure how to do rock, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, you got to do it like the yoppers do. Yeah. Shout out. With Love you guys. I think he's, his idea of rock is like Dan Fogelberg here. Or <laughs> Don McLean. You know, that's... Or, uh, that's yes. That, that, <laughs> I think you're right. Oh, man. I'll lay you oh. down fine. I am so horny right now. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So could this be a hit on the urban charts? He was it still does. listening it feels with very <laughs> R&B. Oh, my God. Girl, yeah. oh, girl. Yikes. He was way into R. Kelly for a while. <laughs> it was, he's still it was totally okay back then. <laughs> He was, he's still got that twang, though. I mean, if they released this as a country single, yeah, I don't think like anyone would have D'Angelo, batted an eye D'Angelo or, or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, D'Angelo. Man. I would love to see Chris Gaines showing off that ab pack, you know? Ugh. That'd be great. But he would have to get the other guy who yes. filled in for Brad Pitt. I don't think Garth could pull it off. One too many times, and I'm so It even has that kind of that... That low-end electronic, yeah. I don't know what it is, bass or yeah. sub, yeah, going on, right? Yeah, so it's like, there, there, see, there's the Garth chorus. Yeah, it's a side chain compressed. Ooh, ooh, girl. <laughs> like, I make sweet, sweet well, love you. Well, know, you know, it is, it is uh, I mean, in 30-second chunks, it's keeping my interest. Uh, it's like, yes. Yeah, it's very boys to men now that yeah. I think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Boys to Man. Well, they left to that was what was big at the time of Garth Brooks' right. like oh, Spice yeah. Girls. Oh, and man. Every Boys choir group in junior high was singing. Oh, yeah. Into Orlando, the road. you know, every you know male between the ages at of the 13 and 18 fair. was, you know, given a frosted tips and thrown out there. to. I'm, I'm hoping we get a little more Spice Girls coming up here. Yeah. There will be some, some interesting moments, I know. <laughs> Sounds like a, I'm at the if dentist. Yeah, this you, is dentist I music. It's like, yeah. I need more nitrous, please. Yeah, I can still feel the pain. Strawberry <laughs> root, root beer. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Baby, what a fuck. <laughs> well, so let's move on. This sounds nothing like the strawberry alarm clock. <laughs> the way of the girl. Ooh, there's the a wave, like the wave of the gun, or uh, uh, uh-uh. yeah, this cut is- it, <laughs> cut it. <laughs> oh yeah, wow. Ooh, there's some. It's like an Isley Brothers tune, <laughs> but not from the good Isley Brothers. No, no. <laughs> oh, that is so weird. It's like a MIDI guitar. Yeah, it's like. It's a nylon string guitar with a lot of chorus clamped on there or something. What's this creature about? Yeah, that's like weird snappy. Oh, oh wow. Is... See? It's it's rock. <laughs> oh man. I mean, yeah, this is more rock than the other ones, but it's pretty garbage. I, I can hear a little Chinese democracy in there. <laughs> oh man. <Yeah. laughs> Oh yeah! It's just oh my the God. way of the girl. The singing there the sounds kind of like the girl. You know, like <laughs> like that 
not the not the the arrangement. Yeah. But the the singing sounds a lot like that. Uh, you know, the '80s metal pop. Oh yeah, a winger maybe. Yeah, yeah, something, oh, something along those lines. Man. Yeah, I was yeah. Thinking, I, was I just, I just saw Snake maybe something like that. You know? I just saw Kip Winger's dick in a Playgirl. Well, there's a, a, a very rare, I never wanted to hear. very rare Playgirl for reasons. <laughs> yes, is that the one with Burt Reynolds? Oh, I don't know. Maybe that mustache, please. Uh, Carmen Apathy doing. A Playgirl. Play, a Playgirl, play really? Yeah. Mm. I did. Pretty, he did something like that that got him oh, kicked yeah, off all his sponsors. Isn't he kind of all muscled up? Like, greased down. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Carmine. that flaccid dick. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it all. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to write an oral history it's of Playgirl. Okay it, it is it's a, it's a strange well, yeah, and it's fascinating. It's classy if it's flaccid. Yeah. Flaccid equals classic. Well, there's something we can... Well, you know, there was there was always That's clear, there's always clear limits to how yeah, far Playboy would go, so that was probably how far... Yeah, they had to come that, with, you know, with a, yeah, a keep gender... It, keep it classy, right? Yes. So Can't be rock because hard. people need to say they're reading it for the articles. Yes, yes. Yeah. This isn't Hustler <laughs> Boy, this is... <laughs> also solid articles. Hustler Boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? This Those song cartoons are funny. Come That's on. Right. You know what this song really reminds me of, though? Eva Net Niage by the Party Boys. That was that episode of The Simpsons where Bart had that boy oh, band yeah. and they were oh, doing that subliminal yeah. message where they was joining the army backwards. Oh man, Yvonne I Net did Niage. not see that. I, did, I do want to suddenly shop at some places that don't exist anymore when I listen to this. So maybe there, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, yeah. no, if Walmart we try playing it backwards, yeah. Well, um, it's definitely not Gadzooks or anything, because uh, if you're wearing Jinkos at this time, which you would have been, you would not be listening to this music. No, Spencers, Spencers. <laughs> hey, the Spencers is still around. Somehow. Yeah. Oh, I thought they. Uh, I thought Spencer's they closed oh, no. recently. Like, and the town I'm originally from. Uh, they were. It was like ten years where Spencer's wasn't cool anymore, and they finally got a Spencer's. Oh, ah, well, the rumors are untrue. <laughs> there you go. Like, oh wow! All You're, your blacklight poster needs there. My town, my hometown, was late by fifteen years. Oh yeah, where was that town? Alexandria, Louisiana. Oh, Alexandria, Louisiana. Central so, Louisiana. Is that central? So that's not right, right in the middle. That's not Cajun country, or is it? No, it's it's mixed. Yeah, it's mixed. Yeah, yeah. it's not like. What you know, Tribido? <laughs> Not quite Tibido or Tibido. Sorry. Or so I got it. This last tune like has everything so far has had at least a hint of gospely stuff going on, and this one yeah. definitely oh, yeah. like yeah. blows it out. But for, it's like lame funk music. Lame gospel music is kind of like you can't pull your punches. Like the things that make it really gospely are the like really close harmonies and kind of like crazy like vibrato and just like going for broke kind of tricks. And Oregon. so when you do it like half half halfway, not only does it not sound good, it doesn't even sound right. It doesn't yeah. even sound like you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, and how also music's supposed to go. So why would yeah. you drizzle elements in that? of that music in if you were going to half-ass them. Right. Or, or alternatively, you know, you gotta, you gotta, if you're just going to dabble in that sort of thing, you gotta make it a point. Like I'm going to, um, play with these conventions in some original way yeah. rather than just sort of, um, like you said, go, 
go halfway down the street. It, it right? seems kind of cut and paste, I guess. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah, you got to either cross the street. Like they or... just started learning to use the digital audio or yeah, yeah. something. It was early in the, you know, and it, it, it's I innovation. Would, I'd like yeah. to say it's funny that we're kind of like, like new window goofing stuff. on that. But at the time it was sort of complex and difficult to completely like fake a song. It was, you, you couldn't just do it by accident yeah. no, as easily as you can now. So we're, we're kind of goofing on that as a shortcut, but yeah, it's like, were, it's like trying to make Sharknado, uh, like actually bad. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> you can just tell it's forced, you know? Well, or a bird dimmick. No one's Tommy Wiseau. Yes, yeah. you can't stop. do it intentionally. You should always sign your letters, though. Yes. Let's listen to unsigned letter. Oh no, who's it from? I don't know. They didn't sign it. Oh, it could be anyone. All right. So one headlight uh, by the oh, Wallflowers. Totally. I mean, how can you not? So, they're like a, a lot of the bands that I grew up playing music with early on, around this like late '90s, early 2000s. Those of them that would get like a, a record deal or yes. something, or some record company would pay them to record a demo. Because uh, we were on the East Coast, they'd get shipped to New York and work with somebody who recorded some album you'd heard of before, and they would come back, and it would sound like this. And this was I, the sound I, of I, the time. I, I kid you not, if it was like a rap rock band, a thrash band, a metal band, a country band, it came back sounding like this song. Like <laughs> this is to me, this is like a, you can see the road that they walk on it. Guns and, yeah. and rockets. What was that? Oh, that love, and love and rockets. Yes. Yeah, love and rockets. Why didn't Bruce Springsteen cover this? We're just like, it's a little complicated. His throat was <laughs> scratchy. He had, to, he had to rest. There were a couple years where just like all music played on the radio was squished into this shape. But this is so like, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, and what time are you thinking? Like late nineties. Like, yeah, because you know when 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 like, I when like ninety-seven to, to ninety-nine. Yeah, when yeah. I started restarted my band back in the early nineties. I was reacting against that bass line. The oh yeah. Like, yeah. Right? I was like, whatever the bass does, it's not gonna do that. And and, and uh, but so so that was a thing that was going on for a long time. Well, yeah. it's uh, it's Kim Deal's fault uh, from the Pixies. Oh, um, it's a direct. There's a lot of people going for that thing. Play, let you figure. Yeah. Out, right? yeah. No, no, she was a she was really a couple's musician. It was very deliberate. The Pixie songs are fantastic. Was she? Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I thought no. that she learned how to play on the job. That's uh, that's, that's Kim, Kim Weymouth. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, who's also yeah, fantastic, fantastic bass player. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of Kim from Sonic Youth. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. But, but that like that chugging eighth note, dun, you dun, know, ostinato kind of, you know, uh, um, that hurt just. That sort of thing works for the Pixies because they use it for like other interesting shit to bounce off of. So if you just go, yeah, and every other instrument is just following that. Yeah, then it sucks. It's so dry. 
Yeah, I always thought, you know, you, eighth notes are really, in eighth notes like that are really cool, but you can play more than one note. No, yeah. no you can't. No, you yeah. can't. It's just the root. <laughs> it's just the root. Right? All eight of them. Yeah. Uh, I played evenly. But, uh, no, but uh, yeah, these kind of ostinato y stuff can be used very effectively. Yeah. And interesting. This is not. Yeah. But I could see this being a hit. Yeah. I don't know if I, I think after this, yeah, people rebelled against this. I maybe think. about no, ten, sir, maybe about ten years like earlier it, or something. Yeah, in the mythology, that. when was this recorded? I think this was supposed to be like ninety. Yeah, it 90. seems like later yeah. on, but uh, yeah. after the car crash, yes. post car crash. Yes. And what was that band you mentioned earlier with the the two guys in it? The crash? No, not crush. crush. The, uh, you know the sort of emo poppy. Goo Goo Dolls? The Goo Goo Dolls, oh, right? Like, man. if this was done 10 years earlier by the Goo Goo Dolls, I could see oh, it. Yeah, no, it would be, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of Bob Dylan's kids. And they go yeah, play yeah. Herman's Hideaway. <laughs> Yay. Today. Rock on, man. Days of the new. Hey, you know, oh, man. Who's the, that? Uh, I, I can say that I saw two great shows at Herman's Hideaway. I'm not going to disparage that club, even though we could aggressively. I'm sorry. Easily. I'm sorry. I, but the, but I the, two, the, two, the, two, the two things that I remember most about that club was uh, Buckwheat Zydeco played there. That was really <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And then um, uh, the name's eluding me at the moment, but he was a, a blind blues player who played with his guitar on his lap. Um, from Canada, I think, or Australia. Is that the dude in Roadhouse? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, he I died. love that guy. Yeah, he's awesome. I forgot what his name yeah. was, too. Oh, yeah. that guy was amazing. He Send was us an email to detoursandoutliers at gmail.com. Yeah, he's also, the reason the, I the watched name, Road, Roadhouse. But both of those were very, yeah. also, were very entertaining One more, Roadhouse <laughs> drop, though, is the band behind him in the movie is like half of the plugs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all circles back. Interesting. And... Throw gouge! Oh. It don't <laughs> matter to the sun. Oh, don't matter to the sun? It don't matter to the sun. Now, see, this is very country. Like, like he just, he gave up on this one. I'm no. singing yeah. a Garth Brooks tune. Yeah. Rock's hard. <laughs> I'm going back to what's familiar. But I'm also not going to write this. <sighs> I'm already full. Is it S-U-N or S-O-N? S-U-N. S-U-N. I'm sure there's a Christian band that has oh it. Don't matter God. to the sun, but yeah. Uh, like DC Talk or something. Maybe this is just like an outtake from one of his other albums. He's this like, I need a few extra a songs on here. <laughs> do we do? Have we established a a theme to this song? Do we know what it's about? I think it's about how you know the world will go on if you break his heart, but he will be hurt. Uh, Very country kind of lyrics too. Uh, I'm sorry I picked this episode, you guys. uh, Well, we were gonna have to do this album sooner or later. I mean, it was you know sort of inevitable. It just yeah, that year just stuck in my mind. Yeah, pretty well. And I remember all this shit. (laughs) We have. Oh yeah, I'm sure. This is easier to get through than, say, metal machine music. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you're legitimately excited about this because it's such an esoteric ass, like, weird. Oh, yeah. No, I love weird music. I love weird. Well, see, like, I wish this was and weird. Cringe. Yes. I, I wish this it was, was like, like, so cringy. Yeah. I wish he had tried to go really rockin' and failed spectacularly instead of just do this mid tempo, half country 
And if, if he overshot, it would just be camp. It would yes. be like fantastic camp. It'd oh, be like yeah. Twisted Sister or no. Kiss. It yeah, would have yeah, been yeah. Kiss. Like it his. Been kiss, yeah. yeah. Like Let's his heroes. Go all in. Yeah. Instead, this is restrained. Kiss without the makeup. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, but it's not. I'm, I'm not doing that episode. It's not even Beth or Hard Luck Woman, though. You no. know, it's, it's just. Uh, what uh, can it's, I say? There's a lot of syrup in that song. <laughs> what can I. And not uh, and not the fresh stuff from you know the tree, right? We're no, talking, this is you know, the, uh, Chris Gaines uh, hot rope syrup. We're talking the Kroger Kroger brand, um. a generic, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> locally uh, sourced. So this next one's a Van Halen cover, right? Yeah, right now. Oh my, are you kidding me? Yes, yes, we are. It's actually written by Cheryl Come on, Wheeler. Garth, you can you can write the um the folk singer, so and country artist sometimes. I think this was the one that was supposed to be the new song that was written for the album. His response to all the politics of the day. Oh yeah, Bill Clinton. Getting, yeah, just you getting know, that Columbine. That cigar. Yeah. Maybe it's a books, maybe it's a government. And, and this is where Garth Brooks raps. Oh my God. Or Chris Gaines. Oh yes, Chris Gaines. Yes. Yeah, that's not Garth. Come on. Com- completely different person. Maybe it's the Bible. Raps, as in, you know, Billy Joel singing We Didn't Start the Fire is rap. We all know where Lincoln Park came from now. This is what you want. This is what you get. Okay, maybe it's the papers, maybe it's a fence. See? Oh, Rap songs, sample songs. This is is just, this is awesome. I feel like I'm listening to Neil Cicero correctly. This is all inspiring. (laughs) Is Smash Mouth coming in in a second? This is this. This is the sort of sort of overshooting that should have been going on the whole time. Yeah, yes, this is the only one that's really over the top. But yes, See, if, if this like, is the first oh. song on the album and it gets crazier from here, this is a masterpiece. Track order is very important. Come on, people! Now, how did the Young Bloods feel about this? Did, oh, were they even aware this existed? Are they even alive? That's hey true. now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. You think Kanye loves this album, right? It's not even a I'm sample. I'm sure he it's, does, because Kanye is no. a weird motherfucker. Well, there's like some it. very Kanye things about this, right? Just the weird, like... I'm a genius. What was that, what, that song that Neil Young did about how terrible... The- uh, rockin' in the free world. Rockin' in the free world, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Did you already do his post apocalyptic album, <laughs> Neil Young? Not yet. Okay. What was that, Human Highway? Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of people who would listen to this in the this this is in, this is by far. Oh, no, I'm yes. not sure if I should. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not my, sure if I should like this. I feel wrong. Yeah. My name is Garth, and I'm here to say I like rapping in the best way. I got my cowboy boots on, and I can't rap. Rap. Oh, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not, I, I can't do it. Yeah, that is just. Yeah, that is. I can't that is like Somebody described rap to a person without actually hearing it, and that was their approximate. Okay, so they sample other songs and then they talk. Sort of yeah, even there. So yeah, yeah, we just do this. So syllabically, it was just like 
Bam, 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 So it is a lot like Kanye. Oh, man. That is a... Jesus. Yeah, he's actually like good full in on that. Yeah. I think he'd hold his own against Debbie Harry. He's going to eventually call himself God pretty soon. Who, Kanye? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well. Well, you know, maybe he is God. That's why we're all doomed. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. Uh, <laughs> I don't well, know what know, else to say about so that. I mean, Satan's got to be someone super cool. It's man. too much of something that guy's got. Slick yeah, like it was like, um, uh, see, this is great. one of the first albums I feel like we can't really blame on cocaine. Yeah, no, I know because right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What do you suppose Garth's drug of choice was? Was because you know, it, I mean, it was cocaine during this period, yeah, obviously. Sure. Was there, I don't think there is any. It doesn't sound cocaine-y to me. It's probably I, it's bud. so <laughs> bud light. Bonkers out there. It's definitely cocaine. But Look the, at the wig. It's too. But see, the soul well, patch. Well, there's that, but it just seems it's too. It's like there's. It's too clean and perfect and happy and normal. That it doesn't seem like maybe there it's were Xanax. A lot of like late, oh, late okay. nights yeah, struggling you over you know like 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 uh, getting yeah, there's this, no yeah you know we got to work on this and you know no get, this, get this, this absolutely is just... correct. I mean you know cocaine yeah maybe <laughs> Man, you, know, you know it's 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 the same brand that Steely Dan used. It's not the the cocaine that gets you like say music <laughs> from the elder. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It, was, it was cut exactly. with Xanax. Yeah, exactly. yeah he's the they biggest canceled star. each other out. He's a huge, huge star right now with lots of money. He has really good cocaine. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I it have sounds, you can hear, you can hear the difference. I have, I have no idea what his, uh, you know, like if he, you know, like, like you know, because they've talked about it. They've, yeah. they've fell in off the wagon so many times, like, like Hank Jr. or even. Yeah. I mean, that's part of Hank the three or the or country trope is the yeah. Jennings, right? All that tear right? in my beer. Right. Exactly. And, and Garth, Garth, you know, if he was doing that stuff, he hit it real well because he always seemed. Yeah. There's a, there's certainly a celebration of drinking, particularly beer in country, but he was never big on that. Only because he was contractually obligated by Anheuser-Busch. Because he yeah. couldn't cry. <laughs> Yeah, and get tears in his beard. No, he's yeah, but but I don't know. Maybe he is a hardcore, uh, you know, party animal, or you know, he's a he's he just stayed so. at home with his wife, like, who oddly enough wrote this next song. He Main and Street. him and Engelbert Humperdinck hang out together. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, he doesn't seem like a George Jones type to me. No, is what no. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Yeah, in the gutter or at the bar, you know. No, he talks about being in the gutter. He's not. There. He's got friends in low places, but he's not in a <laughs> exactly. low place himself. Yeah. <laughs> his drug of choice is the voice. Yes. That's what it is. But maybe you're right. Maybe this was like maybe he had like oh cocaine oh, yeah. or Adderall or something. Yeah. Just this, is a, go, go no, this is these, uh, this, this is a classic Stephen King oh, scenario. Yeah. I can write uh, twenty novels maximum today. Maximum Overdrive <laughs> scenario. Hey, don't disparage Maximum Overdrive. That yeah. I love Maximum <laughs> Overdrive. But it's batshit crazy, and it was the only directorial <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, let's shoot a fucking... Let's run a kid over with a fucking steamroller. Yeah. Let's do it. That's a great... This machine called me an asshole. <laughs> the best part was when the, the Coke machine oh, killed somebody. Oh, the Coke can. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. Travis! This electric knife! Oh! That's a fantastic parallel, Bonnie, because, yeah, I, this definitely was conceived and mostly executed in some sort of bender. Yeah, that, that was Stevie King's outlier. <laughs> I'm just trying to right figure there. out what the bender is. Yeah. You know? Maybe we should do movie 
Detours and Outliers <laughs> as well. I don't know. That's very consistent with all of Stephen King's other movies yeah, he's directed. Conceived in. <laughs> Not, oh, yeah, <laughs> none. None. Maybe the Denver Art Rock Collective could do a tribute to uh, Chris Gaines. There you go. Maybe it's the drugs. Uh, maybe it's the sex. Maybe it's the Bible. Maybe it's the lack. As <laughs> Those a, are some of the lyrics. As yes. an honorary dark member, yes, I don't think I could get behind that. <laughs> Maybe it's the lack. Yes, that's one of the things is he's, he's blaming all the troubles in society with, you know, the Bible or the lack. I mean, the movie it's, was going to be called, uh, a, I mean, with the lamb yes, as that was the, the movie title, title it, I mean, it's it all we seems should, very biblical. We should see if we can't find that script and, and film it. Ooh, live yeah. read. There you go. Oh, yeah. Live oh, table. Would Finally read. make the lamb. That would be great. I'd be down with that. I want to be Chris Gaines. I'll do it. <laughs> As long as I'm not singing, Chris Gaines. Well, he music. isn't singing it either. So, so are we going to wave the white flag or continue forward? Um, let's continue forward. Let's oh, yeah. Let's get through all of this crap. <laughs> yes. It's like he was. it was really hard for him to break out of the country. Styling. Was he even there when they made these tracks, do you think? I don't think so. I think these were just sitting around. He's like, I need some non-country. Uh, yeah. Is this like a tax shelter for Don? Something like that. <laughs> you can see my face right now. Yes. Fucking <laughs> five-string bass. Victor Wooten at his most restrained. <laughs> I wonder if, if when Garth played the Broncos Stadium, he played any of these songs. I mean, do his Ooh, fans even know this I mean, album if exists? he did, it was lost in you. And that's <laughs> it. But yes. probably not. That yeah. would have been awesome, though, to just drop a real weird one in the middle of the set. I think he's more into like fans. pandering to the audience I, than I mean, yeah, yeah. like 2009 or so, there was a live thing where he talked about Chris Gaines and they played one song. Yeah. You can find that on YouTube. Yeah, this was like the first time he broke his silence on it. Yeah. So. And he's just like going through the, all the exposition and yeah. who the character was. And. So, so this is, I'm kind of getting it now. You know, so that song was called The White Flag. Yes. Uh, maybe they're not, maybe they're not oh. sequenced properly. But, but definitely, I think part of the concept was is that he would have these different albums where he evolved over time. And that's yeah. why you're getting these different sort of flavors yeah. coming, coming along. Which is a good idea for an album if you want to, yeah, yeah. you know, do something very like, oh, we'll do three sort of R&B-ish songs and three sort of acoustic ballads and three, and then we just go and just like a, that sounds like the summer of '69 or something. Uh, Ryan Adams, Ryan, Brian, no Brian, Brian Adams. Brian Adams is canceled. Brian Adams is still alive. Yeah, so it's like, why were you, why are you mimicking something that just was? Because it's popular. This was around the time of Robin Hood, uh, Prince, Prince of Thieves. Oh yes. Well, I guess, have you ever moved? My question was a stupid one because that is popular music, right? If something yes. sells, then oh, it, the copy that is, is the wrong song. order of the day, right? I don't know why I started singing Meatloaf. Yeah, right. they're all about yeah. the same. Yeah. It, it just blends together. You yeah. haven't heard any Meatloaf influences here yet. No. <laughs> Although, speaking of album order, we did skip a song. Did we skip a song? We skipped Main Street, which is the, oh. the song co-written by Trisha Yearwood. Oh, so. let's go back to that. That's yes. important. You yeah. know it's true. People who are listening along yeah. are Everything I do. That's the right one. So, 
Again, your... we're back to the oh, wallflowers. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, crank it up. This is awful, you guys. There's more effort spent There's on the concept of, of this than the actual execution. Like, they're going out of their way to have it, like, is this not bunched into these door? eras. Sort of, yes. Oh, heaven's Jesus. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, a very similar melody. It's copy-paste. Yes. <laughs> it's all copy-paste. We've used those three chords before. Yeah, and this is, they're doing this, recording this in Nashville. Yeah, this is definitely yeah. Nashville. Like the pedal steel player was like went outside and shot himself in the head because he like <laughs> that was they couldn't take playing this. Well, there's no pedal steel progression in this whole anymore. Thing, right? No, but yeah, that's what would be. Chris Gaines committed Harry Carey. Yeah. Dude, that's free. That's better than the legend they came up with. With Garth's cowboy hat. Yes. <laughs> Print it. Well, I mean, even the, the conceit of the lyrics is very country, you know. We out here oh, in the yeah. backwoods know oh, better right. than them city slickers on Main Street. This this would be oh, a country it, song. This is total country. Contemporary. Yeah, not good country, but... Yes. This was not on the country charts at all? No, he well, because so he released it as Chris Gaines, so deliberately released as... It seems like it has more crossover potential going. Yeah, he could have slipped this country into the, from the country to rock. Yeah, the Bronco yeah, totally. Stadium, and you oh, know, yeah. people would be like, oh, I just don't Yo, know. Oh, I've never heard of this before. I thought I was the biggest no, brook's head. I think you're right, Scott. If they just if they if they put the pedal steel back in there, it suddenly becomes Garth Brooks. Yeah, yeah, that one was. You no. take it out and. Still Garth Brooks, just not as interesting. Just not as interesting. <laughs> Which is saying something, because he didn't need the wig and this whole patch. For that no, the face smirking. <laughs> yeah, there's some really fascinating uh, interviews and things like that on, on YouTube around. Yeah. With Garth talking about you this can go down the, the oh yeah there's yeah. rabbit hole it's not quite as deep as the Andrew WK That's what I, yeah, rabbit yeah. hole but this is Andrew WK esque yes it's almost that level of you know commitment to the bizarre but you know so should we listen to White Flag again or should we hell no okay well, <laughs> yeah, let's no. get through this let's keep it moving so digging for gold which yes is about what you think digging for gold is about picking your nose oh, uh, I, oh man you got me there Matt. <laughs> Damn women always just dating men for their money. Oh. Oddly never had any uh, experience with that. Come on. Well, I've never had any money, so. Yeah. <laughs> country, country, I don't know what else to do. Country, yeah. country. This is, yeah, he's not rocking. This ain't no Hank Williams song. No. It's got, well, that's the thing is country is so far from country that... Him not doing country isn't that different from him doing country. Yeah. Who's, is that him singing again? Yep, he's. That dude. is. He does. That bitch took my money. That is odd yeah. to me. That he does have a very. Just, yeah, yeah. A, a higher range than one would have expected. Yes. You could see people doing boot scooting line yeah, dances so to this, though. 
What? He really pulls Kenny the rock Rock-Hans, out. Right? Yeah, there you go. This, He's right? in the danger yeah, it's zone. Like country and rock in one song. It's He's a little bit country. He's a little bit rock, rock and roll. roll. Oh man. Yeah, if they if they took the mute the cocaine button off on this, it would be like Kenny Loggins. Yeah, yeah, the chorus could be on the Caddyshack soundtrack. That was wild, man. That, that was Caddyshack <laughs> 3 level. The rug was man. pulled out quickly. Starring Van Wilder. Wow. Yikes. Maybe? Maybe. Molly had never seen Caddyshack until recently, and so I showed oh it to God. her. And then she was like, there's a Caddyshack 2, and I was like, technically. It's like meatballs, too. <laughs> We'll, we'll watch it while we're folding laundry or distracted yeah, or something. Somehow, Caddyshack, it really was that particular combination of comedians that made for a really... No, I needed really Jackie uh, Mason yeah. in there. That's the problem. And plus, it had a weird plot. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, like like Caddyshack, it's like you thought it was just this, uh, or at least all the hype around it, yeah. you thought it was something other than what it was, which was this sort of coming-of-age story, you know? Well, I forgot what his name is, but the dude died before the second one came out, right? Is that the, the Chevy main, Chase? No, 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 no. <laughs> He's sadly He's still with us. To me. The guy He's who wrote it, the main, the main creator behind Caddyshack was uh, one of the early SNL writers, and he jumped off a cliff and died before, like, kind of because it was a flop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that guy, I thought that maybe he was the writer. I thought the yeah. director, wasn't that? I it was Harold Remus, but, yeah, 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 yeah. but uh, I, I, his name escapes me right now, but. They, he just did a movie about yeah, him. Yeah, they just with, did a movie uh, about him. But yeah, that was. Yeah, um. Dang, all the names are Will Forte played yeah, them yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, if you buy Again, hat, send uh, us that information too at detoursandoutliers at gmail.com. Did you know we also have a Facebook group? If you want to talk to us about anything, we are pretty bored, so we will listen to you talk to us about anything, really. And if you buy one of our hats, we'll give you a bowl of soup. Yeah, soup. In the hat. In the it hat. comes in the hat, free of charge. Read your fine yeah. print. Maybe. It's starting off not promising me. Oh, remember then, how in the '90s everyone you know got really excited about Oasis and trying to redo the Beatles oh and my like, God. yeah, they know. did a great job with their hype. Yeah, New Kids on the Block put out that song tonight that was supposed to be their Beatles-esque thing, and everyone was trying to go all Beatles-esque. Noel Gallagher is such a wanker. Indeed, this is Garth Brooks trying to do like mid to late period. Beatles tweet at us, Noel. Yeah. So we got yeah. cellos and mellotrons on here, and we could, we just called you out, Noel. What who's you the, do who's about the other it? one? Liam. Liam was the cool one. Like which is which? <laughs> but uh, Noel's the Dunno. shitty one. The guitar player. Uh, the lead singer. Oh, the lead singer. Liam was the guitar player. Yeah, they, they both are pretty cock forward. Yes. All I can think of is the Mr. Show parodies of. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Both that Classic. and the, the Beatles one where they. So yeah, what or, Beatles or, album would this appear on? Well, that's the problem with trying to do fake Beatles is nobody thinks of a specific Beatles album. They try and do like all 13 of their albums in one song, which is, you know. So it'd have to go on Let It Be then. Yeah. Guess, yeah. yeah, this is Let It Be. Yes. The Mellotron's not out of tune enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can hear it. It's low, but yeah, yeah, here and the uh, the strings. Yeah, it's very sort of I Am The, the Walrus on. Strawberry Flutes. Quaaludes. It definitely has that early 70s soft rock feel. There you go, you know. Like the Carpenters. Yeah. 
This sounds a lot like a carpenter song. That it does, actually. God, man, was Karen? Karen, yes. she is fucking incredible. Have you seen her drum solo? She's a pretty oh, awesome yeah. drummer. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I had no idea, and I'm. I watched the whole thing, and oh, yeah. Karen. Karen crazy blew me away. You just, you just think they're some cheesy pop band, and she oh can really sing, God. and she's a great drummer. Oh, I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I was shocked. Yes. And with no muscle mass. <laughs> Yes. Too soon? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I there mean, it's not. That's it was a while ago. There you go. But she was still amazing. a sad story. Yes. Yeah. No, but you know, but Garth is keeping the the, the genre alive, apparently. Yeah. Like, um, yes. It's very yeah. So if they made a list of songs we want to sound like, it's like we need a Carpenter slash Beatles. Yeah. Very sort of art pop. I guess. One of my earlier bands used to play the best of as, a, as interstitial music, it is very bread. I did not. I did not know about the existence of this album. It, parts of it may have been a, a contender for uh, <laughs> bread. Bread. I read your diary. I'm yeah, not you, stalking you. You play Chris Gaines backwards, and it tells you to find. <laughs> it's like a weird satanic thing, but not satanic. Subliminal messaging is fine Don't as long kill as it's important. Go to school. <laughs> buy good books. Buy good books. Well, shall we finish this? I think this is the last song. Oh, thank God. My love tells me so. And speaking <laughs> of Beatles, we oh, got like piano. some sort of Paul McCartney meets Harry Nilsson oh, here. Paul McCartney. Oh, totally. I was thinking more like, oh, like, you and me. Daddy, the, oh, there you go. The Turtles. Like some big band. Frank Sinatra big band. Yeah. Weird mix. Oh, there's the Beatles. Thing. Yeah, this is definitely Beatles-y, too. These must be from his Beatle-y period. He does have an amazing range, I mean, though. yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Like, that vocal sounds great. And I, I don't think he ever uses it with his... Not that I ever listen to his country stuff. I was going to say, as much as I've listened to Chris Gaines... I, I can't say I've listened to any of actual Garth Brooks. Maybe oh, yeah. this is what he sounds like all the time, and I just don't know it. That bass is weird. Oh man, it just turned cornball. Yeah, it, it took a real left turn with that chorus. <laughs> took a turn into the Partridge family. Yes. Um. I think I love you, so what am I so afraid of? <laughs> Do you think this might be Don Was just trying out shit that he's gonna use on other projects just to see? Yeah. yeah. Like uh, it does like... seem like a bunch of production tricks for like the sake of nothing. Around. Yeah. Well, that or to. Yeah, that's the that's the frustrating thing. Is like the dude can really sing, and the band oh, yeah. can play their asses off. So why are there are these ham-fisted kind of tricks just dropped well, everywhere? No, all over, like, yeah, you know, you do that when there's nothing, nothing substantive done. underneath it, and that yeah. becomes the main focus. But it's not no, it's not done well like David Bowie giving music to be yeah. pop. Yeah. It, it, there's no character to the band at all. That's why yeah. that's why I'm, I'm buying into this, that, that the concept must have been to show the evolution of this person over time. But, yeah. but having the songs mixed up like this, I, well, as if they were mixed up. Yeah. 
I mean, you could Fake try to rearrange like the order a, of this, and it would still be bizarre. Yeah. And well, I just think it would be incoherent. Made, yeah, it would have made a. It would have made the, the concept a little more clear, I guess. Think, but yeah. but uh, but maybe. You know, like I said, it really does have the feel to me that he was shooting for something big, and the record company was like, "We need this time we, style. We need of this song. out." Is what I think they were saying. Yeah. We, we, he needed to spend more time really developing this, right? Right. Yeah. Writing yeah. songs specifically for this project. Yeah. If, putting if, together a band that sounds like yeah, if Chris, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines had like an actual sophomore effort. Yeah. Maybe he could have tried different things. And go. maybe yeah, stuck like Billy to Bob a solid Thornton out there, you know, playing a you know with the thirty odd foot of grunt. No, that's uh, oh, yeah. Russell Crowe. Oh, Russell Crowe, yeah. Flip Billy Bob Thornton in the Boxmasters. Yeah. He is the band that Johnny Depp was in. Dogstar is the band that Keanu Reeves is in. Oh. Zoe Deschanel. There you go. She and him. Oh, that was great. Wasn't that with Connor Oberst or something like that? No, it was M. Ward. M. Ward, that's right. Fred Ward? I actually I enjoyed some of yeah, well, she, she and him isn't bad. They have a couple albums. Too. Yeah. Shim. Shim. So what... How do we... How does one sum up that this That wasn't project? transphobic, listeners. No, no, no. no, that was just confused. Yeah, no. That was just confusing. Like Chris Gaines <laughs> and Garth Brooks. Yes, very confusing. Weird mashup. So, who is this album for? Uh, Garth Brooks, maybe? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, could this be your vanity? How could this... Yeah, if it's your vanity project, why wouldn't you write your own... But if it's your vanity project, why wouldn't you write your own songs? That's why would, the baffling He seems so, you know, uninterested like a, in his own vanity yeah, project. A passion do, project. Do you think he just wanted to put on, like, the, the Chris Gaines outfit and, like, go to the grocery store and yes. just be like, I'm just buying <laughs> yes. oh, toilet yeah. paper oh, and... Not, uh, not me, I'm not Garth Brooks, I'm just a... gallon of milk like a regular guy. I'm a... He oh. wanted to get that like Danzig photo with carrying cat litter, but we didn't have <laughs> smartphones at the time, so nobody wanted to get their roles developed. He was ahead of his time. He you know? was he kind of like he was too ahead. Like this would have been an Instagram campaign ahead of his that time. would have made him millions of bucks. But. I mean, it, had the movie come out and it been a big success, would this have launched his like acting career? Would he have been the next Bradley well, Cooper? Yeah, that was the thing. I mean, like, what is the difference between this and A Star Is Born? He nearly got that before the Lamb was supposed to come out. He was supposed to be the lead in Twister. Yeah, and uh, he was. Oh, what's this he other? Done that. He was supposed yeah. to be the sniper. And saving Private Ryan. Well, there you go. But yep. Does anyone know if he can act? That's true. Steven <laughs> Spielberg. Well, he's never made a bad move. 1941. So it's uh, a great uh, movie. Yeah, it's a fantastic <laughs> movie. See, yeah, I would movie not, I edition. would not describe it as fantastic, but I would say it had it had a lot of funny moments. <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> like you know. It, it has fantastic 10-minute segments. There you go. It's a movie well, best like, enjoyed it on YouTube <laughs> in chunks. We're not going to talk about The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No, no. nobody does. See, that that yeah. was a good movie. Uh, <laughs> I far preferred that to number three. Are you fucking the kidding last me? No, I, I'm actually not. I, I hated that whole Christian oh, you know, goblet nonsense. Oh, man. That, you know, well, what about like that? A, was that a Pepsi tie-in? The stay tuned for Frozen Wisely. Stay tuned for our sidecast, Indiana Jones and the Last... The Crystal Skull was funny. The Last... <laughs> pet. Well, it, I'm not sure how intentional that was, but wrong. yes. I want to be you know, devoured you could survive by digital fire ants. 
blast by hiding, by in, the hiding in a refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that was during like it's hard to have an uncanny valley with just backgrounds and sets, but yeah. that was that's what that was. Everything yeah, was... just looked so garbage. So if Garth were to reintroduce the Chris Gaines character, what would Chris Gaines be doing today? Something with turquoise in New Mexico. <laughs> he would have put out a country album that failed miserably, and he'd have to go back to touring under his uh, greatest hits. Much like Darius Rucker had to go back to Hootie oh, and the Blowfish. Oh, all the way. We made it all the way through this. and Man. That's the first time Darius Hootie. is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> he, he became Hootie. a country guy, didn't he? Oh, yeah. he was actually very successful totally. in the country world. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. one of the top five artists with a, you know, a song that Bob Dylan didn't even finish writing. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. what, you know, um, I don't even know what, like this whole, this whole thing, yeah. right. Is like, a, it's, it's so hard to put a finger on what the intent was. Yes. And I think the most disappointing thing is the album isn't as weird as the story. The story is far yeah. more oh, interesting than the album. Oh yeah. What was that? What, that pink one we did? It wasn't. Oh yeah. You and me. Yeah. You and me. Rose not, Avenue. Not she and him. You yeah. and me. That, um, you and me. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that, that, that had, you know, to me, that was kind of like an alternate sort of universe that yeah. she entered into. And I thought, you know, we came to the conclusion, did sort of a half-assed job of the whole thing, but, um, um, you know, um, didn't go all in. Yeah. Right, right. But 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 still, it was earnest. She tried. Th this doesn't seem... That one feels intimate. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like yeah. not fully right baked, word. but it feels like you're yeah. listening to somebody's demos that they recorded with a guitar and a microphone. Actually, you know what? This, right, and, right. and this one is like... No, trying to go for that same idea, but with like this huge million dollar production. Well, it's like the Ruddles, but yeah, you'll define. Oh, yeah, Ernest. Well, I, Ernest goes to school of rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It might. Speaking of cocaine, I think he had a great idea when he was high on coke, signed all these contracts, sobered up. And realized he had to complete <laughs> oh, the project and yeah. was not interested anymore. And this accountant so was like a year later, like. Yeah. Hey Garth, how's that uh, Chris Gaines thing going on? It's like, like what the? What? How is Chris Gaines? Flipping through his calendar, like, <laughs> I got a together rock album three days later. Questioning why he questioning why he let his dealer convince him to do this. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And let's call let's call um, the Lamb. Let's what call the Don Was and get this cranked out. Yeah. yeah. Don Was can do a Rolling Stones album in two do weeks. We, do we have any uh, like recording information? Like, like was this recorded over an extended period of time? Was it, it just it was like a, a, I, I think done rather quickly because that would explain the lack of the lack of uh, depth in he, the genres they're trying. I to I think duplicate. he was going to spend more time on the actual the Lamb soundtrack since this was just the pre soundtrack to get you excited about the album that was going to come out later. So this is like a trailer to a movie that never got filmed. So this is Purple Rain, man. Except not good. Yeah. yeah. It's more of a cherry moon. <laughs> Under the cherry moon. Aye. The lamb. Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> well, it does lamb chop. A, it does have a B in it. Yeah. The lamb chops. It's like a, well, we appear to be at a Yeah. Loss. I was going to say, if you like Garth Brooks, you wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole. If you hate Garth Brooks, watch the behind the music. It's interesting. But don't touch this with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. It's not even interestingly uh, bad, which is if disappointing. I have to disagree. If you like 90s it's pop bad. music, 
it's yeah, bad. I was going to say, listen if to you, something else. If you, yeah, <laughs> if, if you want totally to bad. listen to them, <laughs> let's not kid ourselves here. In sync, listen to In Sync. If you want to listen to Garth Brooks, listen to Garth Brooks. But there's no reason to get your peanut butter in this chocolate. It, it functions pretty usefully as like a sampler of of uh, like late '90s pop production yeah, techniques, a bygone and, era. Yeah, well, almost like snippets of of that. If you but, want to put yourself in that mindset without actually, you know, listening to songs you know, I don't know why you yeah, would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I want and to then, remember the '90s without any the, specifics. There was a like one of my favorite sketches on that SNL episode where. The music in the sketch was better than the Chris Gaines music, uh, yeah. where uh, Garth Brooks is like some deadbeat trying to get his music career on track, and Will Ferrell comes in as the devil. Oh yeah, I've seen that sketch. Oh wow! Yeah. So when Chris Gaines performed, did he have a band or was it? Yeah, yeah. I think he did. Yeah, it, wasn't it like might have Ashley Simpson. Well, it, it might have been like some people from the. I was going to say it may have been people holding instruments, the time, whether they were a band or, or not. G Smith, there you the go. Saturday Night Live band. Who also toured with Bob Dylan. It all comes back to Bob. Did he really? Yeah. That's why for many years, Bob Dylan couldn't perform on Saturdays because GE would fly back, play the show, and then he would go on tour yeah, with him. Yeah, man, I've seen him in like uh, Hall & Oates live stuff. Like, yeah, he's, he's been amazing. Around. Well, he's a really good mimic for sure. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, it's a great skill. And he was also married to Gilda Radner, or at least dated her for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's how he got the gig. Interesting. So, she was great. Yes. Stick around next Bob week. Bob Dylan was dating Gilda Rudner? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been something to see. Hey, Gilda, come and get my stuff. Well, going from Bob to Gene Wilder, he, she's got a thing for that hair, I guess. Oh, yeah. So so if we want to steer people towards um, Garth, Brooks. Garth Brooks, don't go here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, no. he, you know... This album's been scrubbed from the internet, but Garth Brooks in general is hard to find on the internet. I think he's only available through Amazon or Tidal or one of those exclusive streaming services. Mm. So, or oh, just, just, to, just to listen to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking maybe, <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe his career just missed it. Just yeah, you know, because he retired right at the time that that he, the digital world was exploding. Buy an album the from the CD world, I mean. <laughs> He can also be found on weird billboards throughout Denver. Yes. Well, is he still on billboards. Yeah, I've seen one. I've seen a couple. Like for healthcare things or no, something? No, it's like a, we're all one race. He's anti-racist. Like really, but in, like, in a well, weird, I so. I in a weird privileged white guy <laughs> well, kind of way. it depends on what you mean by we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. He's an ally. Thank yeah. you. Well, thank you, Garth. Yeah, no, he was like, at the show, he had like this big rainbow, like, to the... Well, you know, it's a lot like, of the people in the audience are like, I don't want this crap. How, but, old, are, how old are his kids? Well, I, I think they were just being born around the time that this came out. No, I meant, I meant like right uh, now. Like so they got to be like around 20 or so, 21. I was just wondering, you know, is like if, if his kids are a little more um, yeah. woke to um, diversity, well, maybe yeah. that's his uh, yeah, influence I don't on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. yeah, yeah. Dad. Because, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, his it, the industry he worked in was definitely... Uh, no, not on the progressive oh, yeah. side, oh, yeah. shall we say. No. Well, I, I hate to take anything away from Garth being progressive and anti-bigotry and things oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, totally. But it, it's great. it might not have anything to do with the fact that uh, one of the biggest like country songs ever is <laughs> like by like a black gay guy. Oh, yeah. And so I think 
that industry is like, oh, fuck. I guess oh, yeah. we can't keep oh, being man. assholes anymore. I lo- I lo- <laughs> man, they used to be. I mean, in general, I mean, they were always kind of like, yeah. you know, anti intellectual to a certain degree, but they yes. were never, you know, they were always pretty open. Yeah. You know, at I least, mean, you know, public facing traditionally yeah. they yeah. had been something, something happened in recent years to a lot of people that, um, well, yeah, that's a whole like, other podcast. Yes, it is. So yeah. I much more I dispiriting. Little X. The guy is amazing. And, uh, the hit, the, the hip hop industry had like a long, uh, discriminatory attitude towards there's a lot of industries that are slowly but surely yeah. um, being dragged into so like him coming out that was yeah so good to see and his his fucking pink cowboy suit he does he is amazing. a snappy dresser oh, we'll I give him it. that <laughs> well yeah and of course well, like maybe we know Garth Brooks the next alter ego mood there mood. you go oh yeah he'll be yeah. I've always wanted to be funky Garth B. Maybe it, maybe it's gay out, trap country yeah. rap artist. Maybe it's out there already. He's just done a better job of hiding it. Yeah, there you go. The soul patch is even bigger. You can't see oh him anymore. Oh my god! Is little Nas X just Garth Brooks in blackface? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that, that's disturbing. My yeah, life is a lie. That would be complicated to. Man, How dare you, Garth? That would really. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I don't think the world is is ready for. <laughs> <laughs> He's got really good, what the, yeah. uh, like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire mask Hello. kind of thing. That's just so. Yeah. I, I wanted to be true. So yeah, sorry yeah. to take a detour <laughs> on the outliers. How does one follow you and Balonium on the internet if one were so inclined? Uh, we are at Balonium on Facebook, uh, Balonium Band on Instagram and YouTube. We just released uh, 10 music videos for the Snacktacular album with one more still on the way for schadenfreude it'll be out by the time this shows up probably probably and we've got a show coming up uh with gort versus goom and dan celine at the high dive on march 15th so if this it drops in time go see that hopefully gort versus goom amazing dan celine amazing dan celine balonium uh they'll be there yeah we'll we'll be there (laughs) and where's that at the High Dive in the Denver dive. on Broadway. South Broadway. On Broadway. Get your plane tickets now. Broadway. Plane tickets. Come on, people. Australians. Let's yes. do it. Yeah. You gotta, From the land down under. Hopefully you're getting this a, a day ahead of time. Oh, that was, I actually met an Australian on my uh, trip to Sacramento this uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, he, fuck, he was like... They would fucking love you guys. In, that, that's another thing that I, I hate to bring it back, but Chris Gaines was supposed to be Australian. He Whoa. is. Oh, you know, that's the backstory. He's supposed to have an Australian. He is Australian. Yeah. There yes. Was a, uh, yeah. His parents were <laughs> Australian can't. swimmers. I wish you guys had mentioned this earlier. This now it's all coming together. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you, you think about it as other things come out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Australian Olympic yeah. Olympiad swimmers. I'm were sure his he parents. could pull off that accent. This would have been. Uh, yeah, this album it keeps blowing my mind, but it's so lame. How's it doing that? <laughs> I know. Yo, that's that's the enigma <laughs> that's the of essence. Chris Gaines. <laughs> so anyway, hopefully we will remember where people are from next week when we um, try and figure out who this is. <laughs> <laughs>